Welcome to Let's Talk Cosmetic Dentistry with Dr. Tanya DeSanto. Each week, Dr. DeSanto gives you advice and information on whether cosmetic dentistry is right for you and on the latest techniques to enhance your smile. Call in with your questions now at 629-7970-927-WMAY, Springfield's News and Talk. Well, let's return to Let's Talk Cosmetic Dentistry and say good morning once again to Dr. Tanya DeSanto. Doctor, good morning. Hey, good morning. It's good to be here. We're um, about to start setting up for our big brunch. Um, last week, live on the air, we had Brandy Stabler here um, talking with our listeners. We um, were hosting our big after it's um, kickoff brunch. It's our annual fundraiser for Compass for Kids. Encompass is an organization in Springfield that serves um, underserved children, homeless children, and children of food insecurities. So it's a great, great cause, and that annual event is actually this morning. So I wasn't sure if I was going to be broadcasting from the event or my house or my car or where I was going to be coming from. So it's good to be here. Our event is today, and um, if the organization or the cause inspires you to donate, you can go to the website at Compass for kids. So I just wanted to tell you a little bit about what's going on in our little corner of the world. I'm really happy to be here. One topic that means so much to me, and it's kind of a new tagline in dentistry. You kind of hear it in the news, mainstream, social media platforms, um, a topic that we, uh, we call emotional dentistry, which is really a tagline for every single thing that I do every single day. My partners included, our staff included. Um, you know, emotional dentistry, I, I think I would define it as the art and science of improving the appearance of your smile, but in turn, it helps you feel better about yourself. And that's our interpretation at Prairie Dental Group of how we interpret emotional dentistry. It's Your smile reveals a lot about you and it tells others if you're happy or not. So it, it can also tell them if you're self-conscious or if you're confident, if you're not smiling because of the state of your smile, um, you may be feeling like emotional or upset about something. So we, it, it just reveals a lot of stress as well. So if you're considering having your smile improved, um, emotional dentistry helps you just feel so much better about yourself. So it focuses on giving you a smile that represents who you are. It, it helps you overcome issues like misaligned teeth, um, crooked teeth, teeth that may have shifted over the years from grinding, um, teeth that have shifted because, you know, maybe there's bone loss and they're a little bit loose and they've moved around a little bit. And it's your smile's not once what it was. You look back at pictures of yourself like you'll get a yearbook picture from high school or you'll look back at wedding pictures where you are bridesmaid or even your own wedding pictures um, and you'll just realize your teeth have changed, you know, and it's it's something we all look at, including myself. In fact, I just whitened my teeth last week um, and it had been <laughs> several years and I noticed myself a big change. I thought, wow, that's a lot of coffee and, and tea stain over the years. It happens to all of us. It's just life. So, um, you know, whether you're living with bigger issues like maybe a craniofacial disorder or a cleft palate or some kind of trauma from an accident or an injury when you were younger or maybe even sports and we see that a lot too. Um, you know, things that change your smile. It changes how you feel about yourself and it, it's 
it's really it can really really affect your self esteem and and that I don't take or say lightly. I see this transformation every single day, so it's a huge powerful statement for me to say that uh, a smile can be an outward sign of happiness, but it also reflects like your inner feelings. So. Um, you know, it affects your mood. It affects, you know, how you feel about yourself. It, in when you smile, I mean, the chemistry and the science behind it is fascinating to me. Um, probably more so than most people because I, I love, you know, my job, my profession, and the science behind it. But a smile, it actually releases your brain releases these endorphins, and they're chemicals that give us this feeling of well-being. So this means. To translate that, this means when you smile at somebody, they will likely return the favor. A smile from another person can help boost your own confidence. So, you know, if you don't love your smile, it shows. Um, you might smile for other people, but you won't smile for yourself. So, you know, this lack of self confidence could affect your overall outlook on life. And it kind of, and I hear this a lot from our patients, it it can make you avoid smiling or laughing or even wanting to be around others. And that's a big deal. And, and people say that a lot. And I hear that more and more and more. Um, we're getting into this I want to say post-COVID era, and I don't know that we're actually ever going to be post-COVID, but, you know, people aren't masking as much because it's not as demanded as much. So people are showing their smile more, and and it it's reminding people, a lot of people, how much they didn't really particularly like their smile. So we see this a lot, and we are just ready to tackle that issue. It's a, it's a big issue for all of us, and it makes us... It's what drives us every day with what we do every day. So, um, you know, we offer simple dental treatments to make your smile improve. You know, just little tiny things, whether it's teeth whitening or um, gum recontouring is a big one. You know, some people smile, they show way too much gum tissue and they want to show more teeth. And we do very much so we, we look at the white portion of your tooth, whether it's stained, crooked, you know, can we move it a little bit? Can we soften it a little bit? Can we whiten it a little bit? You know, whether it's with bonding or porcelain of any kind, whether that porcelain is in a crown form or a veneer form, um, replacing missing teeth in a very cosmetic way. So when you look at someone's smile, you never know if they've had dentistry done. You don't know if that tooth is their own, if it's artificial, if it's a denture, if it's an implant. That is our goal. It should just look organic and God-given and just beautiful and radiating from within. So that's our always our goal. If we can create that, that's where people in their self-esteem turn a huge corner. So that's what we, that's our goal. That's what we shoot for. And that's in, in short, what emotional dentistry is all about. And we do that every day. It's a common new um, tagline and you hear about it all the time. And every time we hear about it, we sort of smile because we do it all the time and we've been doing it all the time. Um, you know, if you ever have one of these moments where you're like looking in the mirror and you happen to know something that makes you a little self-conscious, um, you know, this is, um, this affects you more than you realize. So Cases like these, patients often feel frustrated and start to wonder what they can do to get their smile back. So I've dug into this a little deeper, and um, we get a lot of questions about this as well. And 
we did a little research and found that um, a lot of things, uh, this subject has been studied a lot lately, and these feelings of frustration are very common. One of the recent studies we read um, revealed that over 80% of the people surveyed feel their teeth look unattractive in pictures. That's a lot. 80% is a lot. Uh, 28% said they go, would go out of their way to hide their teeth on social media, even to go as far as using filters. So meanwhile, 42% of the same group of people in the study said their smile was the first thing they wish they could change about themselves. So the field of dentistry has really evolved to include this discipline that we are hearing about all the time called emotional dentistry. And we don't take that lightly. I think that's a huge topic. So um, it's like I said, it's, it's kind of what we're all about. It's what we do and we do it every day. So I find it um, interesting that, you know, it, it can be something that we're calling cosmetic dentistry, and it's really so much more than that. So it's what cosmetic dentistry does is on levels that can't really often be measured. So we, um, we talk about um, emotional dentistry, but there's a good chance that... Um, some of these elements that I've talked about in different procedures are some that can possibly affect you and people can actually connect with. It's a topic that a lot of people can relate to when they start thinking about it. So um, simply put, it's really the practice of understanding the emotional connection between a person and their smile and then helping them achieve that smile that they can be proud of. So um, we, we will talk a little bit more about that after the break, but I just wanted to introduce a little bit about what that is, and we can dive a little deeper into something that I think everybody can relate to once we come back from the break. Stay with us here. It is Let's Talk Cosmetic Dentistry with Dr. Tanya DeSanto here on 92.7 WMAY. It's good to be back on this break. We started talking a little bit about emotional dentistry. Um, and really, emotional dentistry is a term that was developed that just talks about the profound effect that our teeth and smile have on our self-esteem, our self-confidence, and, and our identity as a whole. Um, and, and it's fascinating to me watch this happen and watch the transformation happen when we can really take an active part in helping people every day. Because this barrier, it keeps us from reaching out. Our hand is a friendly gesture, reaching your full potential. You know, some I've heard people, I've heard so many comments over the years. I've heard um, stories about lost opportunities of meeting friends or even a possibly they're nervous about meeting a future spouse. So, I mean, I think about this, how can I call this cosmetic dentistry when it pulls on the core of our existence? You know, it really, it's, it changes so much about how you live your life and how you feel about yourself. And, and this single topic has driven me to be a really good listener. And we talked about that, my partners and I, you really, we really listen because people don't want to share these stories. It's like ripping the bandaid off over and over again. So having a condition or a situation that even for a moment causes you to think twice about your teeth truly affects the influence and the decisions um, about the path of your life. So we, um, we take that very seriously. We put our attention all out to help others um, think more about themselves and how they can get a plan to get that self-esteem back. It's um, something that's very life-changing, and and we really want to make sure that people are 
making the best decisions in their life, feeling confident about those decisions, and not looking back at the a lot of emotional trauma that got them in a place where they don't want to be. And we've seen extreme cases. I mean, it can be just this tiny little crooked tooth and it, it makes someone so self-conscious or it can be a mouthful of people. People have a mouthful of teeth that have gum disease and they're just totally afraid to go to the dentist and fix it. They know they have this problem. They see it every day. It's starting to hurt. So it affects them at every time they eat, every time they chew, every time they get an invitation to go somewhere. It's a big deal. And, and people that are listening out there can totally understand what I'm talking about. If you're fortunate enough to have a beautiful smile that you're proud of, don't take that for granted because it's it's such a blessing and it's so um, it just really it it becomes kind of who you are. So you know, I, I like I said, I don't take that lightly because I've just seen it every single day in my practice, and it's it's quite profound and it's something that gives me the greatest joy to help someone change that. You know, part engineer, part psychiatrist, part psychologist, part scientist. Um, I'm all, I, you know, I do pottery before I became a dentist. I, I still, it's a hobby of mine to do pottery on a wheel. And I think you're part potter. So um, I think we're all of those things every day. And, and one of the things that I think is a crucial part of emotional dentistry is using a lot of this advanced technology that we have, whether it's um, 3D software, um, something I enjoy doing as an artist, I, I beyond software, I like to even go old school. I like to take a model of their teeth and actually use wax and on the model of their teeth design their smile with white wax so they can hold it they can see it outside of their body experience you know they're holding their their model with their potential new smile and they can see if they like it and it's very very um i'm a visual learner i've learned over my career that a lot of people are visual thinkers and visual learners as well so holding something that they can actually see and get their head around they can really um understand and evaluate what they want what they don't want and and really get um, get to the finish line with their goals. So, um, if it's the smile you've always wanted, or, you know, we try to, to reach, have someone reach those goals so they can get to that smile and simulate the outcome. So they get exactly the, the results they're looking for. And sometimes to get to those results, we do those various procedures, whether we do whitening or, or straightening or helping, um, you know, turn around cavities in their mouth. Possibly they have some gum disease that's causing some problems. So there's a combination of any of these treatments that can help you get your smile looking the way you've always wanted. However, it's important to realize there's not a no cure or all in one size you know, not one size fits all solution in the world of emotional dentistry. It's likely that we'll create a long-term treatment plan that includes one or more of these type of procedures. And, you know, we spread them out over time. We try to help you reach your goals, even in a financial way, um, to achieve this best possible outcome. So um, there's a lot of ways financially that we work with people. We have um, in-house insurance. We also have care credit, which is interest-free financing. So there's a lot of ways that people um, use is beyond their insurance. A lot of people don't have dental insurance. And the people that do, sometimes certain procedures aren't even covered. So we try to look at that whole picture. Our staff is amazing at working with people with that, trying to, you know, we'll try to get the clinical goals for the patient. And then our front desk staff tries to figure out the financial goals for that patient. So we really work well as a team. We want to, we want people to gain that 
feeling that smiles are contagious. And, and when you see a smile, it makes you want to smile right back. So it's, um, we, we also look at a study. There's one that we love. It's 2002. It's a Swedish study. This shows um, researchers test subjects. They show pictures to people with various emotions. And when they showed subjects of a picture of a smile and asked them to frown, some of these participants had to work really hard to force a frown onto their faces because they don't frown. So that was really interesting. And how many times does a smile bring you out of a bad mood? You know, you see a child smile at you when you're really grumpy. It changes your whole day. It changes my whole day. My kids come home and tell me a funny story and they're acting all goofy. And I just like my whole situation turns around. So it's a powerful, powerful tool to help people feel better. So, um, you know, the New York Times had an article recently exploring the impact of having to cover up our smiles with masks during the pandemic. It had a real impact and created a true societal disconnect. And you think about that, it's happened to all of us. It really has disconnected us when we learned you cover up your mouth and we can't feel the joy. We can't connect with people as easily. Um, so it's something the pandemic has showed us and, and reiterated how important a smile really truly can be. So, um, you know, the simple act of sharing a laugh, um, simple things, you know, telling people it's going to be okay. These are all things a smile helps connect. There's also an article in Psychology Today that touched on the same phenomenon, how exploring how vital everyday smiles are to conveying our emotions and that our emotions are understood by the people we're speaking to and like being a crucial part of letting other people know that we understand their feelings and we empathize with people. So there's so many things that um, are being looked at from a lot of different professions and a lot of different angles of society. And we're here to help create that and help connect all those dots. It was great to um, be on the listening stream today. And we have a lot of topics on emotional identity. You can reach out to us at Prairie Dental Group. Dot com or reach out to us for an appointment at 546-0412. Thanks so much, Jim, for having me today. Dr. Tanya Asano, thank you from the Prairie Dental Group. It is Let's Talk Cosmetic Dentistry here on 92.7 WMAY. Stay tuned.